Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is August 1st, 2022. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy NPC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past days. So if you have any questions, raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer and keep your camera on to get the preference. Milan? Uh, hi, uh, I'm Milan. Uh, thank you so much for arranging this call. My question is like I'm on H1B right now and I'm planning to switch the, uh, switch the job on H1B and my EB2 priority date is July 2015. And I'm concerned if I move now and if my date become current, I can't file 485 for at least two years because the new employer has to go through all the process. So you better be, be concerned about it. <laughs> so can it be the issue if uh, it takes two years, uh, my I-485 can be denied like in future after two, three years if no, the date is the, current? No. No, the I-485 will not be denied. You can always file it, whether it's going to be five years, 10 years, 20 years. But what you should be more concerned is living on H-1B as compared to the living on EAD is a completely different life. It's more easier, more freedom. Now then comes our dear president called Mr. Trump. What are you going to do? With the EAD, you don't need any client letter, you don't need vendor letter, okay? But with the H-1B, you need a lot of us, a lot more money for us. When the Trump is there, we made good amount of money. So you want that and you don't want to do it. I will normally, since it's July 2015, though, we're almost like December or January 2015 right now. I would wait until September to make a decision if I were you, but I can go wrong. Okay. This is a judgment call, not a legal issue. But you can go after 10 years and still file the 485 application will not be a problem. I see. If that's yep. a concern. Next Thank person. Thank you so much. Parte? Hey, Rahul. Thanks for uh, doing this. So I have a priority date of uh, 2nd Feb, uh, 4th Feb 2014. Uh, I did the downgrade in October 2020. Um, mm-hmm. Then got my EB2 I-140 approved earlier this year. Uh, so moved back through filing 485J, uh, which we filed last month. So from mm-hmm. my office, like five people were submitted. Everybody got picked up. Mine is still not got picked up. Um, one error I saw from the lawyer side was the cover letter they sent had a wrong A number of mine and my wife's, but the application has the correct A number. Uh, do you recommend me just refiling it because of the cover letter? They said it's a minor. No, just... no I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. That's not the reason I would definitely not do, refile it. 
Okay, so do you recommend the me first pushing thing, them to... The first thing the USAS officials do when they receive the cover letter is they will trash it out. They won't even scan into it. That's out. okay. The reason why we put the cover letter to understand what we are putting together so that that's our understanding, not there. Got it. Okay? Got it. So do you recommend me resubmitting 485J or just hold off that's, until... That's up, that's up to you. I would not do it if I would. If I were you, I would not do anything. Next okay, question. Just, thank you. That's yeah, it. I know uh, the reason why most of the people will be in this conference call who will be raising these questions is if they get the green card, they don't come here. Next person, please. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Yes, hi, Rahul. Uh, uh, like I recently changed job. So I had uh, uh, like file for H4 and H4 EAD of my spouse as well together. So I got my H1 approved and uh, my spouse traveled to India and she got the stamp be stamping based out of the uh, new H1 action. H1B so, approval. Mm -hmm. Yeah, based on the new H1B approval. So now uh, her H4 and EAD applications are in progress right now. Uh, so to get the EAD, right, like uh, uh, with with the, uh, because her I-94 would have got updated, right? Should I have to do any steps like sending some no. letter? No, no, don't. That, that's irrespective. EAD should still be approved. There is a chance that the H4 may be approved or denied. It doesn't matter okay. whether it's approved or denied. It won't make any difference. You don't have to do any update for interfiling the uh, current I-94. Irrespective of she, she should get the EAD approval. Okay. Got if you. I were okay. you, I would do nothing. Next person, please. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Diane? Hello, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking time answering our questions. So uh, my question is that uh, I filed my 485 in May. And uh, now I want to change team inside my company. So it is before that 180 days pass. And I wonder if that would be a problem in my green card process or not. No, your job duties should be similar. Okay. I mean, my job, not yeah. same. Yeah, not same. my job no, duty no actually. Job, wait, wait, wait. Every day you don't come like a robot and do the same job. The job duties will, you know, every day will be different. So if you change the team, I'm not telling that the job duty should be same. I said it should be similar. Okay. So, so then if you go to the new team, is it the similar job duties or it's different? Like software profession to a lawyer, it's different. Software profession to a restaurant manager, it's different. SAP to Windows, it's the same. It is a similar job duties, but there is then one problem. Good. There is mm -hmm. one thing that my job title here, it is under hardware uh, uh, engineering and my H1B was uh, filed under hardware engineering. The new job title, it is under software engineering uh, code. And um, something that I asked actually about uh, the, comp uh, the company lawyers, they told mm -hmm. me that uh, because we filed your PERM, uh, as the software engineer. So now that you are changing team to the software engineering team, so it wouldn't be any problem. I don't, if the company lawyer says it's not a problem though, absolutely it's not a problem. But they said they need to do the H1B amendments because that's different. Type of that's different. That's different. H1B, the H1B progression or change in the jobs are more stricter than that of the green card. 
Okay. Okay. So, in fact, you're moving into software engineering. They file as a software. That's even actually plus rather than minus. So I don't oh, see any exactly problem in this... from the amendment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't see any problem in the green card. Me, but, yeah. yeah. I I do, and and it's more plus than minus than what I see. So you're good. So, I don't. You you so, have a good lot lotting. So I don't need to uh, wait 180 days. I'm good to go now. No sir. No sir. You're good. Thank Next you person, so much. Please. Hi Rahul, uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, can you hear me now? Am I clear? Yes, I can. Yes, okay. you can. Uh, so uh, uh, my company, uh, my current company applied for my 485 and I also had, had uh, my I-140 approved. So it was a straight uh, application 485 and it went to NBC. And NBC utilized uh, the previous uh, uh, filing, I-140, and they mm -hmm. utilized the fingerprints. So my case mm -hmm. status is uh, fingerprints uh, being applied from previous one. But the problem is the company, my pre my previous company applied I-140 under EB EB3, and it got approved. Mm -hmm. And then the dates uh, actually went back. So they of applied course. another I-140. So I-140 is pending mm -hmm. from the old employer. But my new employer, where the I-485 went uh, to straight to NBC, that's already been approved. So it's just my 485 sitting with NBC right now. So would the existing I-140 from the old employer cause any kind of issues like sending the application back to so Texas? So let, 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 let me understand one thing. You filed 485 with the old employer, you did not? We filed the 485 under EB-3. And now with a different company, you filed an EB-2 485? Yes. Yeah, if you somehow can get the premium processing of that I-140 approval, that will be good. Now, legally speaking, though, it should not affect, though. But practically, there are cases that are moving back to Texas and Nebraska because the I-140 with the previous underlying, previous 485 is fine. They're noticing that. Okay. It's been like more than 30 days that it was sent to NBC. So do you think had it been sent, if it, it were to be sent to Texas, it would have happened Okay, now? okay. Wait, wait, wait. So you mean to say that EB3 has been sent to NBC or EB2 no, EB3 has been sent to a, NBC? EB3 is sitting with, at Texas Service Center and the current employer's EB2, EB2 has sent to NBC. Has been sent to, yeah. I would still get an EB3 approval if you can possibly. I would spend that money to get that thing. Taken care or of. can I withdraw that old one or the existing no, I-140? I would not. I would not recommend. That won't make any difference. I see. Okay. Thank you, Rahul. I if you it. can, if you can, if you cannot, there's nothing you can do. You just have to wait. Next person, please. Arun. Guys, if you're a newcomer, let our team know you're a newcomer and put your camera on, guys. Let our team know by everybody, not to me. There are other people in, in my house who's, who are assisting. Arun, go ahead. Yeah, hello Rahul, thanks for taking my call. So my current employer uh, refiled I-140 since I moved out of the company and joined back. So it now has expired labor. When can, when is the best time to upgrade to premium processing? And to Did you get the receipt notice? Did you get the receipt yes. notice? Yes. Right now, right now. Go ahead and do it. Okay. Okay, and what are my chances Previous... of approval since my labor is expired? Oh, labor is expired has no meaning whatsoever at all. There are other ability to pay issue. That part is a different issue just because it is expired. Once the labor has been used to file one I-140, it never expires. Now there are some I-140s that have noticed that they have denied it in complete error, but, and they have been reversed back. So you have, you should not get an I-140 denial because of that. 
next person yeah i i attached the sorry approval for, for of FOA course you approval. did of course of course you of course you did you're good yeah thank next you. person thank you very much kanchan hey uh this is uh akshay so i have a rahul uh, i have a question on uh, situation i have mm-hmm. full time primary h1 with my current employer mm-hmm. and a part time concurrent h1 with my previous employer and my mm-hmm. 485 has been filed by the previous employer the mm-hmm. primary employer is unaware of the 485 filing now the situation okay. is that my primary h1b is along with h4 and h4 ed are due for renewal and the attorney mm-hmm. has sent me the documents for review before filing and mm-hmm. i noticed that in the form i129 and the i539 there is a question which asks if an immigrant petition has ever been filed for any of the applicant right and you which can, has been marked as no but which is mm-hmm. not true you can, you, is not true. you can ignore that you can ignore that that is inconsequential for the h1bs those are consequent those are very important for f1s they are very important for other things in fact your company already knows that your i140 has been approved remember you are in the more than 6 years of h1b extension right now is right right yeah they know that i have the i140 with previous yeah correct so you just ignore that's not important though for h1b that's not important so how about h4 like even h4 they have specific that's questions it, that's, has that's a... not important that's not important for h4 also so i if can you want them... you can go and tell them to change it but it's mere waste of time okay so uh, what i was thinking this might be the misrepresentation of the information on the h1 and h4 application no, if i do not no. inform it is a misrepresentation if it is an f1 b1 o1 p1 q1 but it's not a misrepresentation if it is a h1 l1 h4 l2 okay next person please veera and your lawyer already know you have an i140 approval because otherwise he's already using an i140 approval either with your current company or previous company to extend the h1b so i would not do anything it's up to you if you want to tell them to change it but that's a waste of my your your time go ahead next person please yeah hi rahul my name is sai i am in senior uh, serious problem my f1 visa is cancelled at port of entry so what happened is uh, based on the university's guidance i work in college after four weeks uh, they said you work as a unauthorized employment so they terminated my service so they give three options reinstatement so the ds was said with a, uh, unauthorized employment unauthorized employment uh, reinstatement is not uh, good for you so i i wisely advise to go do port of entry via canada mexico or home country so based mm-hmm. on that i try to get new initial i20 from university of cumberlands mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. already my my graduation is completed so okay. and my opt date is june 27th so mm-hmm. but the professors came to me and requested me to work between after graduation and my opt date so on that time i clearly said uh, i don't have work authorization you you sorry sorry you have to get you worked without authorization you yeah. did you went to the airport what happened yeah i went to i don't went to the airport i exit the land border uh, texas laredo so mm-hmm. i exit and enter so on that time they ask me uh, i show my visa and a new i20 so they ask me uh, the in visa there is uncc but uh, you are going to 
university of cumberland it is not possible i said i am transferring from that university to cumberland so they take okay. me into the immigration office and almost they interview me for 12 hours and lastly okay. said uh, we will not able to accommodate to enter the united states so we uh, need to withdraw your uh, visa by yourself so mm-hmm. please here and they deported to the mexico so the mexico department uh, immigration officers ha- hand over to me uh, so mm-hmm. i requested them I, at least i need to go to the india so they said so we can't do anything with the help of indian embassy uh, after four where days are after, you right now where are you right now yeah. right now i am in hyderabad okay you came to hyderabad okay that's good so yeah, you are in, yeah so yeah so what's your question right now so i need to get out of from this one so if i fail i need to you need to apply for the visa you need to apply for the visa again to get into this country though and with university of cumberland or campusville university your chances are absolutely near to come there did you already graduated some some other university before this campusville or cumberland yes university of sorry university of north carolina at charlotte but those but are good universities so yeah and the mistake is not mine i already tell to the professor i am not able to work i don't have authorization after uh, two weeks yeah. they come okay you need said, to you need to understand you need to understand one thing okay you need to understand the last first okay even if the president of america tells you to do anything illegal activity you do they may hang you or they may put you to death here in united states actually they are doing it trump told to go to capital hill they went to capital hill they told to right they right they killed the police officer they putting them hang so if anybody tells you to do illegal thing you cannot do it okay now i don't know it's illegal that's not even allowed unfortunately right now a main problem is we call these dubious universities okay dubious universities are campusville and cumberland they are all doubtful universities though most of the students if not all the students are hyderabad that should give an indication why it is there are a lot of articles published in these dubious universities were published very many we listed it out campusville and cumberland though for you to come back and campusville and cumberland is out of question though you might yeah. want to consider come back, coming back and h1b rather than f1 the reason is that f1 is a single intent visa to only come and study and go out with all the history that you have your probabilities are coming an f1 visa is absolutely not there you should not even try Yeah, okay sure. and when when you go for the interview though the way you should face it is that i did a mistake rather than blaming on the professor then you have a better chance of getting the h1b visa yeah but uh, they terminated my service as otherwise to failure maintenance and you are maintenance. you are not coming on f1 visa anyway why do you need your mm-hmm. service right now you won't get the f1 visa okay so try to so, get on to the h1b visa or l1 visa by working in india don't try to come back on f1 visa okay next so, person sandra you won't get the f1 visa i mean i will bet against you you won't chandra go ahead hello rahul uh, this is chandra yeah uh, first time attending the call uh, thank you for arranging uh, this for everyone uh, so my issue is uh, i'm actually a naturalized citizen so i am applying mm-hmm. uh, for green card you know for my parents uh, which mm-hmm. i actually did uh, last year so they were mm-hmm. here on the b1 uh, on the b1 b2 visitor visa 
Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, last year uh, end of July I applied. Um, you know, one thirty, one thirty online, and then the other forms I sent uh, via FedEx. Uh, the four eighty five, seven sixty five, and one thirty one. So the problem is my father he got his uh, uh, EAD approved in March, and my mom she got uh, both EAD and the AP approval. Uh, so for my father I did not get my get the AP approval. Uh, so is there anything that I can do from my side? Uh, no. Uh, you have to wait there is nothing you can do about it they are taking okay. their own sweet time sometimes they approve together sometimes they don't approve together uh, so sometimes advance parole is coming later on you may even get a green card of your parents before you even get an advance parole sometimes that can happen okay, okay. So there is no way i can argue that you know my father i mean my father did not get and my mother already got it and that kind of argument you can make an argument whether you could win or not i don't know making an argument is different okay you can try but the, i don't know of any way to expedite the advance parole guys i don't have any way to expedite anything uh, so if there is any tip i'll let you know next person please yogesh well, sir uh, i have a unique condition like uh, i lost my job uh, two months ago i am in a grace period my grace period is getting over on uh, august 9 i got an employment i started working for them uh, today they told me that uh, the premium processing uh, application was came back plus because they made a mistake in sending a right check uh, the amount was not right uh, but i already started working for them isn't it yeah. that's not a big deal right now let's not make deal let them file it again and then you can start working and i in the meantime i got another offer like they started my h1b so if both application go parallel is there any issue sir no sir you're good not a problem thank you next person please rahu so uh, hi hi rahul so rahul my question is like my wife was here on l1b blanket visa from june 2016 to november 2021 feb uh, 25th november including out of mm-hmm. us steps every like five years she completed and then from 26 november to 1st of february 2022 she was on h4 visa like we filed change mm-hmm. of status she was uh, that was pending and she mm-hmm. left the country on 1st of february 2022 and working in other country right now so now she is in same company in other country now her employer wants to file l1b again so will it be applicable mm-hmm. like from 26 november or she ha- like will it be applicable from 2nd of february next year so she, after she completed the 5 years she spent 2 months on h4 and then left yes. the country yes and and the time period of 1 year is what you are trying to count is right yes it should so, be 1 year after she left the country not after she left l1b okay okay and another question is like uh, she has stamped h4 and she wants to come here for Three weeks to file uh, EAD H four EAD. So can she come here, and will it be creating any problem to count within forty one year if she comes for three months, uh, three weeks, in between three or four weeks? Let's say next month if she comes for, or this month for three weeks if she comes only for filing EAD and she will go back and work there again. She must be out of the country for a period of one year. It doesn't say that it has to be a continuous one year. so she can come and apply for a eed and go so there won't be any problem for uh, l1 l1 filing after 
February? No, no problem at all. After February, then the time so period let, that she spent here, here also again should be deducted. So let's say if she comes for three weeks, so three weeks will be added again in uh, in February. That is next. right. That is right. That is right. And and for new fresh H one, if you if I want to. Uh, like any employer wants to uh, put for lottery, that will be also applicable from March onwards, right? That will be that fresh right. six years. That is right. Because I, I I want to I want to get her here, but my only confusion if I get her here and then if uh, the one year starts from the day she left again, let's say if she comes fifteenth uh, of August, she left by tenth uh, of September, then the one year will be starting from tenth September twenty. No, it won't start. It won't be starting, but you will be detecting the time. Uh, Okay, so I can call her here for a filing H4 EAD. Yeah, and then you can turn her back within one week. And and okay, and uh, three weeks not a problem if she comes for three weeks. That's not a problem. You have to deduct three weeks again. Oh, from the one year present. Okay, thank you. She's here one week. You deduct one year. If you deduct three three weeks, you have to deduct three weeks. And I I and, and, I want you to rely. I want you to rely more on H4 EAD. The reason why you guys are where you are, you are focusing on something else instead of H four EAD. No, but because her L one blanket, like they will file, and uh, her companies uh, like L one B is hundred percent, so she will get again. That's for sure. No, so, L one B is not hundred percent. H four is hundred percent. No, because she is mechanical. She is in mechanical. Yeah. That's a blanket. No, 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 no. You, you, you are short sighted though. The reason why she left the country is you couldn't get the H four EAD in proper timing. Yeah, because my I one forty actually got approved today only. So you, your focus, your focus is like you should have done the I one forty long time ago. I don't know when you got H one B. That's my mistake. On, That's my mistake. On L one B, you should have applied for the green card though. You don't have to wait for the H one B to get the green card though. Actually, her company was filing H one B since four years, and she didn't get picked up. And they said, "I'm speaking you, about." I am speaking yeah, I about that. you. I am speaking about you. Not only H one okay. B, she should have filed a green card application. L one B, she collected. So you are oh, looking only so, short term. You are not looking into long term. Long term, I want her to be on H four EAD. Next person, please. Then you control the things. L one, it's not under your control. H one, H four EAD. She can be flipping a McDonald's burger and she can be Microsoft CEO. No restrictions. Next, you don't want to be like moving around. The reason why you moved around there. Is because you did not apply the green card faster. Next person, please. Sure. I don't know why people love F funds and other visas for the spouses. I don't know. I mean, I did not. I just came on H four. Next person, please. Hi, Rahul. My name is Kshama, and I have a bit of a situation. I just wanted your advice if something could be done Super. here. Um, so Super. I came here in 2016 on H one B. and my uh, green card processing started in 2020 so pwd mm -hmm. got approved and then they reapplied because i got a promotion so um and it was approved Which, after promotion is not required for them to i know that. and lawyer team did not tell me before filing i was told that it okay, has been filed. okay okay so so after 10 months i got my pwd approved in april 2022 and that is when they applied my perm right and my visa h1b is expiring december 2022 so i am so in that's a, applied in that's in april so april, may june july august september 
October. So you yeah. six years is expiring in December. So yeah. it's taking about seven months. And yeah, that's a yeah. very close call. Do you have a H4 yeah, option? And, uh-huh. Do you have H4 option? No, no, I do not. I have no uh, option. And I, I just wanted to see if if there's something could be done here in my situation. And also the okay, other when problem. Is your, my, when is your passport visa expiring? Passport visa, stamped visa, you mean? Yes. It has expired already in 2020. Okay, you can go to Mexico and spend time, time and come back. That's what I'm doing, uh, spending in Canada. So I'm collecting two. Oh, months. yeah. Okay. You collect, uh, you have a, uh, every time you have to come within 30 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, to uh, to avail the AVL, right? Yes, uh, yes. Yeah, but uh, if things go south, meaning um, an audit comes or anything which is unexpected. So then you have to pass your time all the way to April of 2020. Uh, uh, April of 2023 then. So you keep spending more time in Canada and keep coming back and extending it. Typically, the audit chances are only 3 to 5%. Okay. Okay. So if I were you, I mean, you try to accumulate as much as possible. You'll get to know pretty soon whether you got into audit or not. Some, But every time, go spend 29 days, keep coming back and accumulate the time. So you're already moving. You said is December. You're already moving two months. You can move four months. If it's been April that you filed the green card application, you have until, you know, if you wait until April, even if the perm is pending, you'll get one year extension. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So after perm approval, I have one year uh, extension. If the perm is pending for one year, you get one oh. year extension. Oh. You don't have to wait for a perm approval. I'll go to the last caller and if I have a little bit of time, guys, so if you can, can you guys, uh, if you can, can you guys, uh, can you guys, um, uh, can you guys um, uh, put messages in the chat to everybody? Okay. And I will try to answer at least 10 of them though. Only one chat for person, please. Last caller today. Swaru. Hi, Rahul, can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Hi, so uh, Rahul, I have a EB3 with my current employer, July Brad 2014 prior. July 2014, okay. I got my EB3. Did you file AOS? Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, it's filed. And so even though my filing date never became current, uh, I had got the call in September 2021 from the field office. They asked me to submit the medicals and everything even though my date was never current in EB3. So I submitted uh, in July, September 2021 and there's no movement. The status still says, they sent an RFE as well to submit the medicals back in 2021. So I submitted everything in person because the field office was local. I also- Go ahead with your question. It. You told me that, what's the question? Okay, so the question is, uh, I have a previous employee's EB2 as well in July 2014, because that's how they ported. I know we cannot interfile using a previous employer's I-140. Can I try that option? Well, we, uh, that's what we told before, then we changed our opinion on it. I want you to watch the video that we made about a week ago. There are three options that you have. 
your previous employer, if they file a 485J supplement, you're in good shape. Okay, I got the point. Can your current employer do the 485J supplement using the previous employer? Yes. They can. I mean, what, what do I have? I mean, my current employees in complete support, so they will do whatever needs to be done. Well, then you so, file the 485J supplement using the EB2 of the company, previous company. And the current employer will sign the 485J uh, form? Yeah, they can sign it. They can sign it. They have already, remember, they already use the EB2 I-140 approval to port the date. The, that's, yeah, the port the date, yes. Now, we just want to port the date to EB2. That's it. Into the 48 application. So, if you want okay. to take our help, if your company is cooperative, we can help you out. Or, if the company wants to do it, they can do it. Now, the third option is, if your current company doesn't want to do it, I know you told me that your previous company doesn't want to do it. If your current company wants doesn't want to do it, the third option would be that you do it by yourself, which is a weaker option, but it's better to be there rather than wait for 2014. Yeah, so, uh, and, and the other question is, since I had got an RFE issued last year, should I be sending this 485J directly to the field office or to the interfile address? If the company is filing it, I'm going to do it for both, both addresses. Both addresses. If there is an RFE, I'm going to send it with the RFE and I will send it to the California address. Okay. But the RFE was issued in September 2021 for medicals, not specifically ah, to stay at this. Okay. I got your point. I got your point. Um, if, okay. I thought RFE is issued recently. No, I will just, if the previous companies, if the current company is doing, I will just send it to California. California. Okay. If you are doing it by yourself though, mm -hmm. without company, then I will send to the local office, whichever office your application is pending. Okay. Thank yeah, you. I mean, I'll go my, to the, yeah. Thanks. Sir. I'll go to the questions. If you have any questions, leave them guys in here. Prior to date is 2013. I refiled in June 2022, but EP2485B3485 at NBC since one and a half months. That's good. Do I stand a chance to? You have a bet, best chance for you to get the 485 approved sooner because both of them are NBC. Do I need to interfile? I would not recommend that. I'm on day one CPT. My H1B is approved yesterday. My current program will be completed by end of August. Am I allowed to take a break in September as my H-1B is approved? You do have a 60-day grace period though, but we don't know how that's going to work out with the Devon CPT. We know for sure how it works out. On the STEM extension though, I would recommend it to join some university, some courses and cut down in October. You don't have to complete the entire course. I got two 485 Elvin and one from is this normal? Hmm, that's not normal. I don't know if your company has filed two separate of those things. So. Um, my first name and last name on 485, should it match the B2 visa passport? Uh, I don't, are you telling that it's wrong in 485? Because that's not what you said is though. I don't know which one is right, which one is wrong. My husband is working for company A full-time, uh, company B as part-time and H1B. My H4H40 is about to expire soon. Company hasn't filed H1B. My question is, can I use the husband's concurrent H1B to renew the H4 and EAD? Hmm. 
Interesting. You can try it. You should try it. But at the same time, when your company A files it, do it again. Do both 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 times. My husband's four eight five. Give me one second. My husband four eight five approval notice came in today. How long should I wait for my for my uh, for the spouse four eight five approval notice? What should be the next step? We are noticing that about five to ten percent of the time that one spouses get approved, the other persons doesn't get approved. Though, unfortunately, there is nothing that can be done. Nothing that can be done. You just have to wait. Um, my parents can travel outside the country. Well, their GC's uh, uh, AP is not approved. No, if the advance parole is not approved, if they travel, buy them one way ticket and they cannot come back. If the if one of the parent got advance parole, they can go, but the parent who did not get the advance parole should not go. I'm an L1A maxing out this September 2022. Question, can I do change of status inside USA? Yes, you can. You can do it from, from L1 to F1. If I apply H1B next year or later staying in, F, staying in F1, will the L1B max out effect? Yes. For you to move on to H1B though, you cannot, you have to be outside the country for one year. By staying in F1, you're not going to solve the problem. If employer files H1B effects based on my F1 cancel, I couldn't understand it. Can I do margaritas to exchange H4ED using part-time concurrent H1B, which is a part-time? I don't know about it. I would rather have the main application H1B extended and do the margarita extension with that rather than the part-time one. Thank you guys for coming in. The next conference call will be tomorrow at 11.30. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.